0: It's a football Friday here on Keys to the City. The boys taking on Big Blue. Can the Giants continue their hot ways offensively after the big win in New Orleans last week? Plus, the Chiefs have looked vulnerable this year so far. Huge game this weekend for both the Bills and the Chiefs. But is this the year that the Kings of the AFC could go down, possibly? And which team would that be if so? Plus... Cincinnati Bengals, 3-1, and one. against Aaron Rodgers, 3-1. and one. But is this – are we looking at Aaron Rodgers versus mini Aaron Rodgers? What am I talking about with that? You have to stay tuned next on Keys to the City. Yeah,
1: Keys to the City, baby. When well, you see us so you know you really viewing greatness and Great. the making. Double up on facts we stated. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So, what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We are lacking the statements. Streaming every Friday.
0: Hey, and, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clover Crest Media presents. Wake up, boys. We're back. It's football Friday. I'm awake. No, oh, if you saw how Joe, if you saw how Joe reacted, Joe reacted like he. I'm kind of nervous, Jeff, because our pre-show he was pretty quiet, so I feel like he's got something built up where he's ready. to well, he said, He's play. still kind. Of, he's still kind of. We're we're all still sad because we're not seeing the New York Yankees in postseason play. Anymore. Oh, I forgot baseball was still on. Yeah, baseball is still. Sad. It was still going on. We'll talk about baseball next week to see how the divisional rounds wrap up. We'll see how it happens. Already a good start for the Tampa Bay Rays and the Houston Astros, the San Francisco Giants and Dodgers play tonight. Can't wait for that series. We'll see how all that happens, and we'll talk about it later in next week. But it is a football Friday and a huge week for us, the NFC East, as the New York Giants take on the Dallas Cowboys. Plus, like I said in before the show, the Chiefs have been the kings of the AFC the past three or four years. Well, they look vulnerable right now, guys. And they have a huge test against those Buffalo Bills who have looked unstoppable offensively. So is this the year that they could go down? And if so, what are the teams? I have a list of the teams that maybe could dethrone the Kings of the AFC. Plus, like I said, Joe Burrow versus Aaron Rodgers. Are we seeing Minnie Rodgers versus Aaron Rodgers? We'll talk about that. But we have to start off in Arlington, Texas because there's a huge much anticipated matchup going on in the NFCs. Yeah, we would say why is a 3 and 1 versus a 1 and 3 an anticipated matchup? It's because of how both teams have been playing and both teams how they performed last week. The Dallas Cowboys have looked incredible offensively running the football effectively and Dak Prescott getting back to being Dak Prescott, which is almost a top 5 quarterback play currently in the NFL right now. So he's been he's been looking legit and their defense And the reason why I say this huge game is because of the way the New York Giants won last week, finished last week, got the job done last week against the New Orleans Saints. But the big question is because of the way Dallas has been playing defensively and offensively with the offense of the New York Giants kind of come into life last week, guys, the big question is can Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley and company keep up with the Cowboys this weekend and a huge matchup in the NFC East, early on in this season, Ted, I'll start with you. Can Big Blue keep up with the Cowboys' offense? We also got to take into consideration the Giants could be without Jabril Peppers, Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepherd, and one of their best players so far early on in the season, left tackle Andrew Thomas. So, can they get back and keep up with the boys? I mean, yeah, they can. They they proved they can. See, here's the thing. The first thing that gets to me is the Andrew Thomas injury because he's been playing exceptional this season. Trev, I sent you the stat. I wish we had it and we could post it. He's been like the top left tackle for any second-year uh, tackles in all of the football this year. His protection is, is – everything he has done this year. I'll just read some things that I read about him in the post. It says, Thomas playing big, giving time to quarterbacks. play. It says, Jones' time to throw has increased in each of his four games this season. His pass protection time has gone from 2.58 seconds to 2.87. Now, you might think, Ted, that's like .25. What is that? That's an eternity in football. That's that's from another read. That's For Daniel Jones, that's a lot. And for the Giants fans to see our quarterback have extra time, that's exceptional. Two things. He's, getting, he's not getting overextended, not one gen guy, so he's got more patient. He's not shooting his hands. He's not dropping inside foot. His cleats are in the ground, so he could, he's being more consist, consistent in his pass protection. I'm just reading this stuff because this is what Brian uh, Bollinger. You see on uh, Twitter and NFL Network does a lot of breakdown of offensive lines every week, and he was speaking about how well Andrew Thomas has played this year. Thomas has not allowed a sack. One quarterback hit on 182 pass-blocking snaps. From Pro Football Focus and ranks eighth among all offensive tackles, which is exceptional. I mean, this is listen. This is what we we drafted. So if he is not available, that's our first issue. Now I know Demarcus Lawrence isn't playing, but we can, we know Micah Parsons has played outside pass rusher for Dallas. They still have uh, Randy Gregory. They still have guys that can rush a passer. Dallas's defense has played much better this season under Dan Quinn. So if if Andrew Thomas is not playing supposedly Solder has moved over to left tackle. That means Matt Pertz got to play at right tackle. That's a disadvantage for the Giants because we've seen how well this offense has played every week, week one, week two, week three, and and now looking at the culmination last week in week four, no sacks allowed whatsoever on Daniel Jones. And we saw 402 yards, the offense looked better. Second thing I want to make is the Jabil Preppers being out. He's dynamic. You got to think about him because he's he's an X Factor because he could do so much. He could be an in-the-box safety, he could be a cover guy, he could be a blitzing guy, he could be a free safety. If he's not there, it's definitely going to take away from the Giants. Because I look at the Giants defense and go, we match up well against Dallas. We have the big guys up front with Leonard Williams and Dexter Warrens who can eat up the guys. We got linebackers that can run and scrape. And then we have the secondary. And you're like, oh, what do you mean? Well, you got Bradbury who can match up with either CD William or Amari Cooper and play man coverage and can shut him down. Then you got a Dory Jackson, who on the other side can match up with the other one. And here's the other thing: with with Logan, with Xavier McKinney, and now with Jabril Peppers, that's more than enough guys to cover Dalton Schultz and the rest of the great offensive weapons for Dallas. So defensively, I think the Giants could match up very well. Andrew Thomas is my big to think that I think Andrew Thomas would be our biggest loss and might be the most hurtful to the Giants. That I mean, let's see. Hopefully he can play. But I think the Giants can play with them. They have. They can well, score. I believe last year they scored almost 30 points against them. No, so would, would, I can see would. this game being a high-scoring game. And I think the Giants – listen, I wouldn't be shocked if the Giants do pull an upset. I said it last week. I think it can happen again. What's the matter? Am I speaking too long? Just cut me off then. Turn my camera I, off then. i, I, I try to. Well, you trying you're, to. You're so you're, you're I, like I, I didn't know. You're like the energized Bunny. I can never stop you. It's just you're on your own time. You're on your own world. That's That's what makes you so fascinating.
1: He is fascinating. Um <laughs> you, I'm Ted. not even going to talk about the defensive side of the ball cuz I think Teddy really covered it in great detail. Um <laughs> Yeah. <it does. laughs> listen, uh I get
0: excited. I'm sorry. I can I can no, speak of- and you it's should. And you're And, enough. and, and, it's
1: your, and your passion and you know what? Listen, Andrew Thomas if if he, you know, we thought he might be Eric Flowers. So good <laughs> news, you know? Good yeah. news. Here's the thing. The Giants uh, last week against New Orleans had a uh, time of possession disadvantage. It was 37 to 27. And remember, five minutes of that was the overtime when the Giants went down the field and scored. So during the game, it was almost 38 to uh, 22. Mm -hmm. And I think if you do that with Dak and Dallas, you're gonna give up about 45 50 points. Yeah. So they they have got to be on the field. The this defense struggled last week getting New Orleans off the field. It they struggled. were it's been 15. struggling this whole year, Joe. It it's been terrible, but it, listen, here's the thing it's a, it, you, Jameis Winston. You know what I mean? Like, like, like if if Jameis Winston is lighting you up on third down. Then your secondary's not as good as you thought it was.
0: Well, it, that's what a lack of, of, of pass rush can do. And well, you gotta well, have some sort of pass rush. That's a that's been a key. We were that's one of the biggest yeah, keys well, that we had so coming into again, the season.
1: It, for anybody who's pissed at Dave Gettleman and you want to pinpoint a real issue on the New York Giants, look no further than the thing we've been talking about since Jason Pierre-Paul left. There's not a real pass rusher on this team, you know. And and I come from a time where you know, Strahan and O.C. Umenora and, and Matthias Kiwanuka. No, and you They got just, LT, LT. <laughs> you they know, just like... kept drafting more and more D linemen. Like, how many pass rushers do you need? And now that we don't have any, it's like, oh, God, I would take any one of those guys. See, here's
0: my whole take on this whole game right now. We know what the Dallas Cowboys are. Offensively, they're one of the best in the game when healthy, and they have been up to this point averaging just over 31 points a game currently and beating the once undefeated Carolina Panthers, who were a stout defense, we thought. Well, Dallas just took them, to, took them behind the woodshed and just gave them a good old-fashioned beatdown. That's how legit this offense is, Dak has – played his part and looks like an early a major front runner to win comeback player of the year. But they're running the ball effectively. My big thing is what are the New York Giants? We know what Dallas is offensively. With their defense, we didn't know what their defense is. Up to this point, their defense has been playing the part. Trayvon Diggs has looked a hell of a, a, hell of a performance so far from him this early season. And Michael Parsons has looked like a runaway defensive rookie of the year. So that's been a steal of a pick so far. My question is, what are the Giants? We saw last week what they can do, a little glimpse of what this offense can do each and every week when you have good protection and your weapons. I know some of the weapons are out, but having those weapons like a Kadarius Tony and having a big play threat like a Kenny Galladay and hell, even having a, a Saquon Barkley who looks like he's getting back to Saquon form. That's my biggest question is what are we going to get from this offense once again? It looked impressive last week. Jason Garrett opened up the playbook, got the ball out, quick little passes, and that's what got me excited. What well, are they going to be this week against a defense that, yes, has been playing well to this point, but still, their defense is not the 1985 Chicago Bears. We're not going to just crown their asses as, all. Oh, they're a legit defense. They've been playing very, very sound football, but there are still holes in that defense, and I feel like with the talent that the Giants have offensively, I think the Giants could exploit those holes once again. Well, that speaks on Jason Garrett because if you if you read about the Giants last week, their offense changed a little bit, and we've been speaking about this all season. It's on Jason Garrett to set the team up. I mean, he's the one calling the plays. So last week they had more run pass options. So RPOs, you hear a lot of that on the TV. I, Trev, you, me, and Joe know what those are. They're read pass options. You can do either or. So it keeps the defense unbalanced. You're not sure what they're going to do. Also, increased motion, stacked receivers, general more aggression on the offense. And that's what we've asked from Jason Garrett. Let's open up the playbook. Let's see what Daniel Jones really has. Last week, they had eight plays of 20-plus yards. They only had eight plays of 20-plus yards its whole season in the first three games. So they opened up the playbook a little bit more. Here's another stat I didn't realize. Daniel Jones' strength, he consistently has thrown the deep ball well. Since he was drafted in 2019, he leads the NFL with nine dime throws, which means 30-plus yards of air distance thrown into a window of less than one yard of separation. And like we said, listen, Jones on Sunday, career best 402 yards, throws of at least 15 yards in the air. He completed 8 of 11 for 229 yards and two touchdowns. We're not going to count the interception because it was a stupid ass in uh, Hail Mary. But he's played bell, And we've asked Jason Garrett, open up the playbook. All right. Let this guy be who he. Let him be the. This is why you drafted him number six. This is not like your backup quarterback with Geno Smith. This is not you know a rookie quarterback. This is his third year. If he doesn't know what he's doing, he's not your future. I mean, Joe. Trevor. We're gonna talk about Joe Burrow. We're gonna talk about Kyler Murray. We're gonna talk about these Herberts. They. The windows in the playbook are open for him. Let him be great. He's got the athleticism. Okay. If your offensive line is weak. Perfect example, and I'll end on this. North Haven High School, when I played football, we were a triple option team. Old school football. But you know what? Because we did not have the personnel to man up with everyone. You ran the option because you didn't have to block a defender. You read him, and if he pulled, came down the line, you pulled the ball, and you ran on the outside, and then you ran off the pitch, man. If he went up the field, you gave it to him. So it gives your offense an advantage. Let's do more that was, Because we don't have the offensive line like Dallas where we can just say I formation stack and let's run the football 20 times. We don't have that. We can use RPOs. We can use motions and speed options and things with an athletic Saquon and Katerius Tony. And like you said, you got to have an Ingram. I mean, he's a receiver slash tight end. Let's use his speed. Let's use his athleticism. And let's use Daniel Jones. And if he isn't good enough, at the end of week 17 this year, ship his ass to San Diego or wherever else you want to go, and let's move on. But if not, let's move forward and let's start our future and let's get rolling. So, I mean, this is this game. I, I agree. I 100% agree just to see how this offense has the capability of, of making big plays. We saw that with John Ross. We saw it with Kadarius Tony, Kenny Galladay, Saquon. Let him open up the playbook, let Daniel Jones do his thing. This is an uh, offense we already saw last year when they played early on in the season. It was actually a week five matchup as well. They lost 37, 34. So we've seen the opportunities of them taking big plays and big shots. This is a a big win last week. This could be another statement win for Joe judge and company for a franchise that desperately is looking for a, a much needed, a a franchise changing win. I mean, I know that's early in the season. it's, It's Dallas, but still, Anytime you can beat the Dallas Cowboys, there is bulletin material as as good old Troy Aikman likes to say that the New York Giants are not in Dallas' class. Good. I'm glad you said that, Troy. Thank you for being typical Dallas assholes because that's what you do. You like to give bulletin material. You did it with freaking Jerry Jones back then. You're doing it again. Good. This is a statement-type win for the Giants if they can win this game. This would be a huge sign going forward. Joe, finish it up.
1: Yeah, listen, uh, Dax hitting seventy-five percent of his passes. Uh Ezekiel Elliott is averaging five point three yards a carry, Tony Pollard six point eight. And so the the big plays happen a lot there. Uh and 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 again, if the Giants can't get off the field on third down, they're gonna be in trouble. Sean Scanlon uh pointed out Ah, uh, the Giants did score on on the first play twice on tries, and that that does explain a little bit the the time of possession, but that's still a it's been a problem all year. So it's not like that was the first time. It's actually been an issue now for a couple of years. Daniel Jones has done a better job. I've lot less three and outs of late, too. And to me, that's really important because I think anytime your drives go even four and five plays, those couple extra minutes, boy. What a difference it makes in the defense. If if you're three and outing, it's going to be a really long day and mm-hmm. it, it'll be it would be hard for so the Giants have to play well. And the, and look, at the end of the day, they are probably going to have to score close to 30 points in this game. Absolutely. And so Jason Garrett, this isn't a time to be shy. This is a time to to prove your prove your worth and show the Dallas Cowboys that you're not the incompetent clown everybody seems to think you are these days.
0: 100% agree. Speaking of a, a high-scoring affair, that's what we're probably going to get this Sunday night in an AFC Championship rematch. But before we get into that game and how we're going to branch it off is the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Coming in, all three of us had the Kansas City Chiefs representing the AFC in the Super Bowl in Super Bowl 56. Well, none of us had them winning, but we still had them representing the AFC and that's what they've been doing. For the past three or so years now, it feels like the Chiefs have been around forever. But since Patrick Mahomes has come into play, it's just taken this team and franchise into a whole other direction, which has been going to Championship Sunday, which has been going to Super Bowl Sunday, and which has been winning Super Bowl as well. But it looks different this year because of how vulnerable that defense is, not the offense. We know that that offense is going to put up points. We know what they're going to do each and every week. But it's the defense that has been a major concern. And with the way they've been playing, I know they're 2-2, and but we have to respect what they have been able to do because they are the Chiefs. But there's three other teams, I think there's four other teams, that have a legitimate shot that can maybe dethrone the Kings of the AFC as of right now. And the four teams I had were the Browns, were the Ravens, were the Chargers, and the Bills. One of them's a matchup this week in the Bills against the uh, against the Chiefs. Then you also got another huge matchup in the Browns versus the Chargers, both three and one teams. And then you get Baltimore on Monday night, who's been on a tear since they started off 0 and one. But so, guys, I wanted to ask you: of those four teams, realistically, which team do you see that can dethrone the Chiefs and maybe? Be the
1: new AFC team that represents in the Super Bowl this season. I'll start with you, Joe. Well, look. Don't forget the Browns were leading in Week One. In the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. we could be very well talking about a one and three Chiefs team. Yeah, well, they gave, they gave up twenty nine to the Browns. They gave up thirty six to the Ravens. Thirty to the Chargers, and thirty to the freaking Eagles. Mm-hmm. You know, this is three
0: points a game they're giving up. On this defense. is very much NFL.
1: their their defense could become a real problem oh it is a problem because okay. really all it takes is for for patty mahomes there to not be on his a plus game and you're vulnerable
0: the eagles so, last week had three touchdowns taken away add that to the thing we we're looking at a
1: 47 something game last yeah. week so yeah, this, Joe, this, you know, who do you, I mean, you, you like the bill? problem here you like the best well you know what i mean listen coming off the Coming off a 40 nothing win always makes you look good. Obviously, the Texans are a complete disaster uh, with Mills at quarterback. So that's, you know. No, Joe, uh,
0: I wanted you to say yeah because I want to be in agreement with you because I look at this team, and, and they are. They are the team to, to beat in the AFC, the Bills. I saw the power rankings. I mean, it, it means nothing to anyone. It's just a bunch of stupid guys who think they're real smart who said, hey, the Bills are the best team in football. But we know that's an every weekly change thing. You know, one week it's the Rams, Bills, Titans, you know, who cares? It doesn't matter. At the end of the season, in February 3rd or whatever, that's what matters the most. I look at this as this. The Chiefs last year were able to shut down Josh Allen twice last season. The Chiefs' defense is not the same. They are not even close to the same. Joe Ed spoke about how they've given up – 37 points almost every week this season except for the Eagles game, and might as well be a 30-plus point. they actually giving up 31.3 points a game. Listen, the Bills' defense this year has got the number one scoring defense. They're dynamic. They've scored at least 34 points every week this year except for the first game. They should be undefeated that, that Steelers game. Now you look at it, you're like, what happened? But, you know, things happened in the first week. This team is dynamic, the Bills. Zach Moss has increased in carries. They scored four times in the last three weeks. They got Emmanuel Sanders. They got Stephon Diggs. Dawson Knox has been exceptional at tight end. They have the right coach. Every year they have in the draft, they've fixed the problems that they've had. The noises in their car, they've gone to the shop and fixed. And they've picked up pass rushers. They've got the right secondary. They have all the formula. I think this week they go into Kansas City and beat them. And if it wasn't for Mahomes scoring every time last week except for one week, they go to loss to the Eagles. And, Joe, you said it. They should have lost to the Browns. Trev, your question was what? T- why. The reason why I say the Bills is because they have the best quarterback. Okay? The Browns, as much as I would love to take the Browns, that's why they Come lost. On, let, me, it, let me make it, my it. Let me it, make it. my pick. It's
1: not good enough. Wait, they, let me make my pick. Trev, Trev before, before we do, and I don't mean to take anything away from the Buffalo Bills. Okay, But they faced one starting quarterback in the yeah, NFL so season, three and they lost to that guy. Their last they three beat games. Jacoby Brissett. They beat Taylor Heineke, and they beat Davis Mills. Yeah, uh, I'm just three, saying. Their last they're, three they're, games
0: is a combined to, 118 to 21. Yeah. Two listen, to, so Are you part.
1: not picking the Bills this week, Joe? You think I am picking this? the Bills, but I, I'm just saying, you know, look, they have not seen a decent quarterback All since week one. No, you wouldn't and, even call him right, yeah, Fair enough. So, yeah, you know, this could be one of those things where, uh, you know, Mahomes just might come out and start overwhelming them. Um, again, I, 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 I agree with you There's The bills defense is not going to be able to stop Buffalo from going up and down the field. So this is going to really, to me, be can, can Patty Mahomes keep up. And Enjoy like you said, this uh, very good bills defense, a turnover by Mahomes probably means that the chiefs definitely do not win the game.
0: I'm actually going to pick, out of all these four teams I picked, I'm picking the Chargers. I think the Chargers are are legit. And the reason why I'm saying it, specifically the way they won the past two weeks, going into Arrowhead, almost blowing leads that we've come accustomed to talking about from the L.A. Chargers slash San Diego Chargers of blowing games. Well, they've managed to find a way to go into Arrowhead. A huge win for Justin Herbert. Even last week on Monday night, up 21-0. Looks like the Raiders were going to come down and make it a 21-21 game. But the defense stood strong. They didn't, bre- they didn't break. They bent, but they didn't break. And then they went down and scored a touchdown. I think this team is legit. They have Austin Eckler, who is a bona fide stud as a running back in that passing game as well as the running game. If they stay healthy, is, Hold on. Their offensive line is vastly improved with the addition of Rashawn Slater and Corey Lindsley. you got Justin Herbert, who's going – other than Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, if you don't have Josh, uh, Justin Herbert as a quarterback you would build your team around, then you're not watching the same thing that most fans are watching because he's a stud. Their defense led by Asante Samuel Jr., who's been actually a, a stud for them as well, great drafting. They just have the right pieces. Offensively, the right coach. their defense – and, yeah, Brandon Staley has been incredible. I think coaches, I think more defensive minded coaches should be freaking head coaches because it seems like the defensive minded coaches just perform better than the offensive minded coaches nowadays in the you, NFL. It's you can know if you get the quarterback, McDermott well, got yeah, and That's talent. why I, I think Haley having got a guy Justin like Herbert having a guy like Justin Herbert is the difference between a team like the Chargers and a team like the Browns, who we all know is extremely, extremely talented. Could you imagine if Berber was on the Browns? But Baker Mayfield. Is and I love Baker. I love Baker. I'm a huge Baker Mayfield fan, but he has become a huge liability for a team that we all expected could be in the situation of beating the Chiefs to get to a Super Bowl. You're quite am to, to, your to the Chargers. Rate. I think they have it all right. I think they have, I think they're legit. The wins that they've had so far, too, they're not like the Bills. I know the Bills are three and one, but we also got to take in, like you said, Joe, who have they beaten? They've beaten they should be 4 and 0 but the steelers are not a good team right now they beat the washington football team who their defense i mean all three of us can score 100, but they didn't just 100. beat these teams they crushed them the, Dolph- these the teams. dolphins look horrible right now as a, as a franchise look like they're taking a step back and then we just saw last week the houston texans we already know what the houston yes. texans are so yes they're 3 and 1 yes they have dominated they yes they have two shutouts but still it's who you had to play. If you go into Arrowhead this weekend and you pull a performance like you did the past couple weeks, okay, you got my respect. But out of these four teams, I love Baltimore too as well, but I'm taking the Chargers. I think they're legit, and I think that whole preseason hype, I mean, it's it's living up to it right now. I, it's still early. Don't get me wrong. Listen, by the pick, what did I start- say? what if I'm the Brown. Been
1: saying what did i say last year about just you guys just start winning some games and i'll buy into that cuz this this league at least as far as i'm concerned it's a win-loss league you know i i have said it a million times i'll take eli and two super bowls over tony romo's 4500 yards and 35 touchdowns a year they can get you anything
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I want a guy that's going to win games and win playoff games. That's really the most important thing. Here's the thing about the Chiefs, and as all of the teams from last year that were getting closer, closing the gap—to use Aaron Bur- uh, Aaron Boone's term—the teams that I mean, this Aaron is
0: Boone reference. Oh my god!
1: Every single team's been aiming for the chiefs. I have to be able to compete and beat the chiefs. That's been the mindset the, in the last two the chiefs, off seasons. Yes. It's what everybody's trying to do. And this is not as good a chiefs team as the last two years. Mm-hmm. The defense is pretty, pretty wretched right now. So yeah, they're super vulnerable. Again, it gets, it. you know, it's funny. You just were talking, uh, Teddy, you know, last week the Rams were the best team in football. And the week before that, it was the box. And the week before that, it was Green Bay. It's always as if you can't lose a game and still be a good team. You immediately got to go to the back of the line and work your way up like this is a fight club. Um, I like it, though. (laughs) Yeah, but but right, listen, you know, again, I talk about this all the time. There's such a reliance on, well, last season, so they'll get back to form. Well, you know, let's also always take into account that the other teams are better. The Raiders are a much, much better football team than they were last year. And you could see them getting there. Same with the Chargers. Same with the Broncos. All of those teams know what's at stake. Look, if you're the Giants and you're in that division, you're looking at at Dallas and Washington and you're like, we're not that far off. That's what they're talking about. They're not talking about the Bucs, the Chiefs, the Rams. They're talking about the NFC East which is a, a weirdly delusional way to look at things because if you win the East, now you got to play the other teams. So I, I, I just think the way the AFC has been laying out and the way all these teams have been sort of building themselves with the idea that you have to beat the Chiefs. you got to score, and you need a defense that can stop these guys. And you, you ticked off at least three teams that definitely fit the bill. There could be more. We'll have to see. We'll
0: have to see because there's some huge matchups this weekend in the AFC. A lot of telling signs could be for the Browns. A lot of telling signs could be for the Chargers and for the Bills and also the Kansas City Chiefs. Great matchups. Looking forward to it. Speaking of the AFC the the Bills? Team, Do you guys take the Chiefs or the Bills? Uh, yeah, I, I won't pick the Giant game. I'll pick this game. I'm going to go with – because I got Josh Allen in fantasy, I expect him to continue this hot streak in this offense. I'm going to go with the Bills. I am because – that has Josh Allen huge. too, so – I hope he puts up a huge game. I think that I think that defense is a major, major concern for this Chiefs team. So I'm going to go with the Bills.
1: Yeah, I think he'll score in the 30s, um, and I think Mahomes will come up. I expect around. high scoring. I expect a high score. Oh, experience. I do. I do too. Uh, but yeah, I I expect that uh, that the 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 Bills will will eat this game out, and they will win. We'll see
0: what. Are, happens. The, three, are the three are the three best quarterbacks in the AFC?
1: In the NFL Herber, right Allen,
0: now Herbert, How- Allen, and Mahomes
1: Well, again, you gotta Rodgers, Always consider Brady. Tom Brady
0: Yeah,
1: Rodgers and Brady You have to, I know you don't want to Because he's 46, but he's still no, the I'm best still just, He's still number one He's still the GOAT No, I know, I'm just saying I t- Maybe the three best youngest quarterbacks
0: the three oh, youngest, the young- yeah. yeah, that's that's, the, fine. that's fair. The enough.
1: entire yeah. future of quarterbacking in the NFL right now is definitely maybe, it, also, maybe
0: being a three B, yeah, but also you also have to take into consideration all the AFC quarterbacks, the youngsters right now. You Listen, got I'll Trevor tell you one Ball, thing: if I'm the you got Brown, Trevor Lawrence, you still do. But another guy that we so should borrow well, is a guy that we should be mentioning in a team that right now, surprisingly, is three and one, and that is a huge weekend matchup against. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, who are also three and one. The reason why I put this game up, and we'd be like, why are we talking about the Packers and Bengals? Are we seeing into the future between the Packers and Bengals? And I'm talking about the quarterback specifically. I just have some stats that, and Joe, you were kind of, you asked me this question. So what I had to do with this, I had to go to year four for Aaron Rodgers because we know he didn't start his first three years. So, and I did Joe Burrow's two seasons. So in one season, they both have only 6 wins Rogers to 4. Losses 10 to 8. Joe Burrow has his tie. Winning percentage 375 Rogers, 346 Burrow. Aaron Rodgers passing completions 341 to 317. Passing attempts 536 to 479. Completions percentage Joe Burrow has a higher percentage at 66.2 to 63.6. And then I'll just close out with the yards. 4000 and 38 to 3,328. Are we seeing Joe Burrow as maybe a mini version of Aaron Rodgers? And I saw something of a former Packer, now Bangle, Mike Daniels, came out on NFL uh, Network last year and was talking about how he resembles a little Aaron Rodgers, a mini Aaron. And people were like, wait, are you saying Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. And Mike Daniels said, can you see Joe Burrow being that type of quarterback in this league in an Aaron Rodgers type way? Well, he does have the he does have the swag. I'll use the new word. He does have the swag and the cockiness. Um, I don't know if you sure if you saw the Instagram thing where like Burrow on the sideline last week on the Thursday Night Football. He's like, "Give me the football, let's go. We're taking this to the house." So he's got the swag. That's something I mean, Aaron Rodgers would probably say you, too, can, right? You can see it from the LSU game, uh, but he's got more personality than Aaron Rodgers. You could just tell that he's got weapons. You got to like where the Bengals have. Okay, now listen. There's always need and want. The Bengals didn't need a receiver, but Jamar Chase has definitely helped this offense out and opened things up, especially that T. Higgins has been on the injured. But you still have Boyd, you have Joe Mixon, you have Piron Piran. Uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name because I can't pronounce it the tight Uzma? end. Uzma? Is that, how, is that how you say it? Are you sure? It's like. Is it Chris Uzma? I thought this it was CJ. Or whatever. Doesn't it's matter. CTA he was Uduma. dynamic yeah, last week. They got a good offense. They're going to have to continually build on that offense line so he doesn't get beat up. they got to build on the defense. I don't know if he's Aaron Rodgers in the sense that his skill level of arm talent, he reminds me of a, a better version of Tony Romo. That's where I look at him. He's a, um, he's a better version of Tony Romo. Not as athletic, but very similar the way they throw from all angles of the field. They make plays. They're leaders. Um, the only thing was Tony Romo couldn't win the big game, and uh, we'll, we'll still – up to see if if that can happen for Joe Burrow. He did it in college, but we you know, to be the big boy you got to do it in the NFL. I think this is a great matchup this week. I think the Bengals can take advantage of some injuries on the Green Bay's uh defense. You know, Green Bay hasn't played that well, but you know, there's they still have Aaron Rodgers, they still have DeVonte Adams who's leading the league with 31 catches. <laughs> I mean, they, I I don't know if Aaron Jones is hurt. I haven't heard anything, but you know, they still have their big three. Aaron Rodgers is still dynamic. He makes up for a lot of miscues and mistakes by his team and coaching. I think the Packers find a way to win this game, but who knows? I think th- I think this is exactly what we just talked about in the previous game. I think this is a uh, a shootout. I think it's last man with the ball. Joe Burrow has definitely proved that he's worthy of the number one pick. I mean, you look at the last number one picks and you look at some of these young quarterbacks. You got to put Joe Burrow with any of these other quarterbacks. I mean, yeah, he's not six five and doesn't have the cannon like Herbert, but I wouldn't he, Joe Burrow's no slouch. I mean, the Bengals have to look at it and go, "We might have the best overall quarterback in our division." Big Ben's gone. Lamar's a great Listen, don't get me wrong. Lamar's probably the best quarterback in that division. And you because you have to take into account his athleticism and his his ability to make plays. And he's actually played really well as a passer this year. His stats are really uh, have increased and have gotten better. But if you're just looking overall, I mean, Joe Burrow's better than Baker Mayfield. I mean, if Joe Burrow was on the Browns, we definitely look at them in a whole nother level, and I think they beat the Chiefs whole handily. Baker Mayfield is their weakest link, and you know I don't want to get into the Baker Mayfield thing, but like your quarterback can't be your weakest link. We could discuss. We'll discuss the Baker Mayfield. See we'll how he performs, performs this weekend. But so I'm, just, we- I'm just saying to that, Joe Burrow has the skill to be great. Trev, I know you said some related stats with Aaron Rodgers. The, the question will be. How well does Cincy take care of Joe Burrow, where Aaron Rodgers was taken care of very early with Mike McCarthy and the team that was left over from Brett Favre's era? John, what do you think?
1: What do you have to say about this? Uh, First of all, let me address uh, the idea of Aaron Rodgers, the third-best quarterback in Packers history, Um, obviously behind Bard Starr and Brett Favre. Not at all. Both won. Both won. Uh, oh, you multiple, think he's the third best? Both of them won multiple Super Bowls. Brett Favre won one Super Bowl. Roger Brett, 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 won, Brett won, 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 won Super Bowl. He lost oh, the he next went, year to John Elway. He went. He went to two Super. And Bowls. Bart Starr
0: won the first two Super Bowls. That doesn't count.
1: That doesn't count. That doesn't count. It, it, Bart. That doesn't count. <laughs> well, I guess we. I guess we don't count the
0: twenty-six or twenty-six well, championships he really won. Oh, because I was back back in the the day in the morning and then going to catch touchdown passes.
1: Damn. Don't you? Don't you? Don't Aaron Rodgers you is the best quarterback the Green Bay Packers have ever had. No, he should the... just
0: forget. Then he should just stop talking about the twenty-six championships the Yankees won. Yeah, in listen,
1: I'm sorry. Twenty-seven, if a, you If, idiot. if, if, if a, I know, if I'm was...
0: telling the twenty-seven in two thousand nine because that's when we could start talking about him, Right? We just get rid of the twenty-six. All bro, those, let me tell old. you something. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback the Packers have ever had. It's, when it's when the last far. time
1: the last time Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl, I I had no gray hair anyway. When I didn't have a beard, Ted had the same haircut though, um, and, like yeah, less, and like two less like two less kids. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, listen, I I say this too. Still about Joe Burrow is um. Thus far, he's really only faced one good defense, and that was in Chicago when he lost to them. Um, edged out a, a mediocre Vikings team. Uh, they beat up they uh, won the they,
0: possibly the Jags. Yeah.
1: Look, they beat up the Steelers, which was nice. Uh, barely got by the Jaguars for crying out loud. So um, he's got look, he's got Packers, Lions, Ravens, Jets, and then their last nine games. I think he will lose all of them. And so look it's this to me it's it's on Joe Burrow to show me when there's a good team on the field against him that he can be like Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers um but Justin Cooper. I see where you're saying the comparison and I get I get the personality thing but yeah he's going to have to start showing the magic here a little bit and and I mean, he's going to get off to Rodgers the problem is, is look, he Joe Burrow's going to probably get off to like a 6-2 and two start and then lose nine games in a row. And so we're going to think he's awesome, and then the season's going to end where you would be like, well, maybe not. And I'm just preparing everybody now for it. Their last nine games are all against playoff teams that have good defenses, and I don't know that he's going to win any of them. If he can win three or four of them or more, then yeah, listen. Throw me on the Joe Burrow train, but I'm still I'm more I'm more down now for your guy Herbert than I am for Burrow. Took you long enough to do that. Anyways. Took you long enough. He could lose me any week though. Oh
0: my God, you and Justin Herbert. Anyways, it should be a hell maybe of a he week.
1: Playing on Monday
0: Night Football, where he's tied with Mahomes, and I forget who the other great quarterback was with like ten total touchdowns, no picks, and a and a completion percentage of seventy percent. And Joe's fantasy maybe was maybe it was Bart Starr. No, nah, they didn't have Monday Night Football then. They didn't have lights. Damn, hating on Bart Starr, Joe. How do you feel about that?
1: That's too bad. It really is. Um, Justin Herbert would get
0: 7,000 yards and run over everyone.
1: As I'm scanning the Chargers' schedule right now, I've got them winning nine games. I got them at nine and 8 we You'll
0: see. Here's the thing. They beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead, which you probably thought is a loss. So So probably going to have to add another win. I I think the Chargers are going to be fine. I think the Bengals with Joe Burrow, that both teams made the right decision in their quarterbacks, I think Joe Burrow has a bright future still, and I do see the similarities between Aaron Rodgers—the quick arm, the quick throw, quick release, the moxie, the confidence, the swag. he has got it all. Yeah, But Kansas I don't see Cincinnati the arm talent though. Aaron Rodgers is arm talent. Well, like, yeah, that's true, but not a lot of people have Aaron Rodgers' arm talent. Can they just put it all together? Since yeah, I don't know. Like, I still,
1: I still find Joe Burrow's throws to still be a little loopy. I
0: that's why I said Tony Romo is a probably a guy who put up exceptional numbers. Every year, 40, 40, 4,000 yards passing, almost thirty touchdowns, won 12 games. Now, don't forget, he played with a really good team. He, he was. He doesn't have a dynamic arm. He doesn't have a Josh Allen arm. He doesn't have a Mahomes. He doesn't have a Herbert. He doesn't have. He's not exceptionally fast. He's he's a he's a better version of Baker Mayfield. He's a, he's a better, more fluid, more winning quarterback than Baker Mayfield. He's Donald. I mean, listen, you you got to start looking at Sam Darnold and what he's done so far for Carolina. He did not play bad last week against Dallas, and he got his rear end kicked. they got to work on the offensive line. He was out with no McCaffrey. Get him McCaffrey back. I mean, look at his fantasy numbers. I know that that doesn't tell any story, but he had another exceptional week. We'll talk about all of that. We'll talk about that. A lot better. And I think Joe Burrow, if their coaching staff can just keep improving and protecting him. I think Joe Mixon's injury. Hopefully it won't be significant, you know, because I, especially because I have him in fantasy, you know, he's dynamic. He's, he, he makes things happen, especially these running backs. Somebody, somebody just them. said, why did we not talk when we talk in NFC? Well, there, a lot of big games are happening in the AFC. That's why we stuck to the AFC. If you want to watch the NFC part, go check out the beginning of our show where we talked to New York Giants versus the Dallas Cowboys. I'm pretty sure that's a Dallas Cowboy fan that was talking about that, Which, but there's not any big matchups going on in the NFC this weekend. So. We will talk more NFC like, next week. Who's it? Oh, oh, no. Well, Arizona's playing San Francisco, so that's a significant game. You don't no, look it's... at – Yes, it, is. it definitely talk. is. How do you figure it's not? Because Arizona's going to run wild. Arizona's going to run wild. They, 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 give me a reason why they haven't. I mean, they haven't. They've been scoring on because the NFL the is weird, and you should not be shocked. Just like you, like the Giants are not going to beat the Saints in New Orleans. The Giants, are, yeah, they. Trey are. Lance is going to Trey Lance is going to start. So and watch, he'll probably have a great game. Yeah, and then the rest of the season he'll play awful. But Jimmy G we'll is. We'll just, talk about all, we'll talk about all that next week. We'll talk about the Giants and Cowboys recap. We'll talk about the big matchups that happened in the AFC, and then hell, we'll talk about. We could talk about Trey Lance. We could talk about Justin Fields. We have a lot going on in the NFL right Plus now. Plus, we got the trade. Good- Carolina just signed Stefan Gilmore. Yeah, Stephon Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore another- Jalen Smith going to Green Bay. A nice addition. Good signings for teams that need it, that are in positions to win now. So, we'll talk about all that, and we'll talk some baseball next week to recap the divisional rounds and see if we have a championship series by next week. We'll see what happens. A lot going on in baseball and in the world of football. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys to the City. We're streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So comment, like, subscribe, or share. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out.
1: Yeah. Keys to the City, baby. When well, you see us, so oh, you know you really viewing greatness. Right. And the making Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.